0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Conservative Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah B, and this is the podcast that is fighting back against liberal lunacy, the lies of feminism, the destruction of progressivism, and of course, the left with their hypocrisy, their rhetoric, and their ridiculously foolish ideologies. The difference between us and them are great, but we believe in those F-bombs that truly, truly matter, those that make us principled, faith, family, friendship, and of course, freedom. So we are fighting back. Um, That being said, you can always follow me over at Instagram at LadyDevilDogUSMC, or if you prefer, you can head over to Instagram again (laughs) at ConservativeMamaPodcast. I'm there as well. I don't know why I made two, but um, as we approach this day and age of utter censorship, who knows, maybe I will need one. Um, You can also catch me on Parler once Parler returns uh, from its time in internet jail, which apparently is a thing. Um, I'm at Conservative Mama Podcast on Parler. I am no longer on Twitter. Not that Twitter cares what I do, but um, after the censorship of our president of the United States, along with other conservatives and anybody who supports Trump, apparently, um, Twitter can kiss my ass. Um, I should put an explicit on this, (laughs) but just so you know... That's how I feel. Like I said, Twitter's not making any money off of me. I'm not a blue check mark, um, but I will not be posting there anymore. So for, catch me on Parlor. Um, you can also email me over at at gmail.com. Okay. Well, we've had a couple of days to sort of digest what has happened um, on Capitol Hill. There's been a lot that has come out uh, on this, and I think there has been as much disinformation as there has been misinformation. Um, But as the reports come out from people who were actually there, um, we're seeing videos, and as a matter of fact, I saw some today where um, it is pretty clear that Trump supporters were aware, at least at one point, that it was likely Antifa had um, infiltrated. There is a video out there of someone hitting a window on the Capitol Hill building, um, trying to, trying to break it. And a red hat, um, Trump supporter, I'm assuming the red hat says MAGA, right? Um, pounced on him and good, good. Because, you know, we really have to step back and think, you know, um, Trump supporters are not the ones who destroy, uh, and burn and loot and riot. We're just not. We're not. Um, am I saying that Trump supporters maybe got caught up in, in the high emotions and, you know, did some things for which, you know, they shouldn't have done? Absolutely. It is entirely likely. That's that's kind of how um, provocateurs work, right? They start throwing punches and then they slide back into the crowd and let the crowd um, just sort of uh, go rabid, Right. And that's what Antifa, uh, that would be their role, okay, um, in the 6th, uh, J- uh, January 6th event, okay? But there's been plenty of videos coming out which should make us question, kind of like the song, right? I'm going to date myself here, but um, some of you are going to recognize it right away. The um, the things that make you go, hmm, right? Um <laughs> For instance, the Capitol Police who uh, removed the barricades and allowed Trump supporters in towards the Capitol. And then the Capitol Police that opened the doors and allowed, apparently, Trump supporters into the Capitol building itself, right? Um, So those things are definitely questionable. What is going on? What in the world is going on? Um, And of course... In typical Rahm Emanuel fashion, never let a crisis go to waste. Uh, the Democrats jumped all over this, and it was instant outrage. The media absolutely took off with this and um, immediately started declaring uh, Trump supporters radicals. And of course, we were already white supremacists, right? Like, here's the thing: white supremacists. Like, can anybody name one? Like, don't Google it. Do not Google it. Just name one right now. Like name one prominent white supremacist that you know right now that is still alive, that is somehow doing whatever it is they do and building up their white supremacy army and um, has a platform. Because I can't think of any. In fact, I can't think of any white supremacists at all. And I can't figure out where the the left keeps coming up with this because they wouldn't have a platform whatsoever if the left didn't give them one, so I don't get it, but of course, in typical leftist fashion, the media decided that the Trump supporters are the true enemies of America, and the Democrats were all over that um and so here we are, right immediately, Trump denounced the violence, he asked people to stop, right. Right away, Republicans did the same thing. The Republicans said, you know, this is bad. They denounced it and denounced it. I think the takeaway here is um, that immediately Trump and the Republicans denounced what had happened at the Capitol. But to this day, prominent Democrats, Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters, Kamala Harris, etc., etc., have not denounced the riots that took place over the summer, to include those that took place in Washington, D.C. So the hypocrisy is real. It absolutely is real. And this is why I do not um, advocate for um, the political violence. Dan Bongino actually has a podcast um, from yesterday. So uh, today is the 11th. So that would be January 10th. Um, and he addresses the political violence and why we don't engage in that. It's not to say that as Trump supporters or even as Democrats who either voted for Trump or can see what is happening with this election fraud, Um, that isn't to say that we don't recognize the high emotions and the sense of rage and the fact that Americans in general are pissed off. We are not being heard and we are pretty damn mad about it. So that isn't to say that, um, you know, we don't recognize that, but Dan Bongino was saying like, we don't, engage in political violence that is a tactic of the left that is what antifa does that is what black lives matter does that is where they just attack until they get their way and the reason that we don't do that is because we have principles for instance um and if you listen to dan pongino's podcast he will back it up because he's got sound bites all right and he's got quite a few of them and they're wonderful and i really recommend you go over there um after this show, and listen to him, okay? Because you can hear the the politicians, the the different politicians um, who were all on board for the the rioting and the mayhem that took place this summer, um, and then when it comes to Trump supporters who quote stormed unquote uh, the Capitol, which they didn't. it's hard to storm when you're being allowed in and they just sort of moseyed in. Like, I didn't see anybody running in there like I saw uh, over the summer as people were hitting up Target and Best Buy, right? As AOC said, they were were just trying to get bread, right? Well, that 55-inch flat screen sure doesn't seem to look like a French roll to me, but what do I know? So, you know it's ridiculous when you sit there and you think about um how on one hand they are so pro rioting and whatever as long as it fits their ideology as long as it fits their um their political ideology um and the minute that it doesn't then it's wrong it's wrong and you can argue with them and say no this behavior is always wrong and they'll they'll fire back no i don't think so so, they don't have any principles, like Dan Bongino says. They just don't, and I totally agree. They don't have any principles. I I keep saying this on Instagram when I get into arguments with uh, various liberals and leftists. You know, because they when they try to take the moral high ground, as they are wont to do, especially with what they appear or they presume is a Trump loss. Right? They don't care how he lost, and I'm saying I'm doing air quotes, right? <laughs> as if you can see them. Um, with this presumption that he lost, they are really emboldened and they try to take the moral high ground. We've already discussed their peace and unity garbage, right? But they try to take this, but they don't have any morals. You can't come at us on the moral high ground when you don't have any morals. And you can't sit there and talk about, oh, you know, rioting is wrong, after you were all in on rioting and looting over the summer because you have no principles either. And so, like he said, and just to paraphrase, um, we don't get involved in the violence, the political violence, because honestly, let them, let you know, they will eat themselves because they keep having to move the goalposts. Nothing ever satisfies. So eventually they'll tear themselves apart. And we watched them do that over the course of the last four years with this whole uh, transgender discussion. Oh, you know, transgender people uh should be allowed in women's sports and then you know you're like well those of us with a brain go that's stupid um they have an advantage uh over women if they're biologically born a male and the leftists scream and they're like no you're just you know some sort of phobe or whatever that's not true. Um, it is true. It's totally true. And then as it starts to happen and as women start to lose at their own sports, um, now they get pushed back and they're like, this is stupid. Why are we allowing this? Et Etc. et cetera. So they will eat themselves because they're dumb and that's what they do. So you just kind of have to wait them out. But in this case, um, we are definitely treading into dangerous waters here. We are moving into some dangerous territory, and I don't say that with an inch of hyperbole. What we've seen in the last 48 um, or more hours with the censorship of our president of the United States on social media is disgusting, straight-up disgusting. That is straight Chinese communism, full communism. We just skipped right past socialism and just leaped off into the deep end, and that's what it is. They went after the president on Twitter, and they've permanently banned him. Now they are banning anything to do with Trump on YouTube, although at um, a slower rate. Swipe has decided that they will not uh, fund any sort of Trump anything. So uh, that's disappearing. Conservatives who had uh, Trump paraphernalia and whatnot, um, maybe t-shirts and whatnot on Shopify have been shut down. Conservatives on Twitter have been shut down. Of course, you're seeing it on YouTube um, and that sort of thing. And then, of course, because they cannot stand free speech, which again, my friends, is going to bite them in the butt. It is absolutely going to bite them in the butt. And why? Why? Because they never suspect it's going to turn around and get them, and when it does, they're always shocked. They always have that stupid expression on their face, where their eyes are big and their you know, mouth hanging open like a like a bass, and they're sitting there going, "Ah, uh, I can't believe this has happened. Ah, uh, what did you think was going to happen? You ban free speech. You ban free speech for everyone, dummy. So that's what it is, right?" And of course, they have to try to take down Parler. Well, you know, Parler isn't going to give in to their tyrannical leftist crap. They're not going to sit here and censor. If you want to say horrible things on Parler, um, Parler is not going to take you down. Now, I am not advocating for you to go out there and say horrible, awful things. Um, but just know that unlike Twitter, um, if you decide to say, hey, I'm pro-Trump, uh, is not going to take you down. And if you get out there and you say, I hate Trump, uh, orange man bad, Parler is still not going to take you down. And again, um, in case you don't believe me when I say that the left has no principles, you know, Jack Dorsey over at Twitter will take down President Trump for inciting violence, but leaves up the Ayatollah who chants death to America. For, what what Right. I mean... <laughs> what? Where, where the hell do you even, like, how do you wrap your head around that? How do you wrap your head around that? You know, just, oh, so if I chanted death to America, that's okay. But if I say, you know, make America great again, I am somehow flagged. Yeah, okay. All right, whatever. Um, And so we are looking at this serious issue of censorship and it's got me fired up because it isn't just that they took down the president. I would feel like this even if they took down um any president regardless, you know. Uh, so Trump was the first one to really uh use Twitter to talk to the masses. He was a genius about it. Um but that doesn't mean that, you know, Joe Biden won't have his handler uh do his tweets, right? Because Lord knows he can he can barely formulate a coherent sentence. I can't imagine him trying to type one out, right? Poor, I feel bad for the person who's going to have to do that because um, it's just going to be stumble fingers, just complete stumble fingers. And so who knows, right? But the censorship is a giant warning and it doesn't end there folks it doesn't end there because again we've got the censorship but then you've got swipe going after his finances um you know that's the president's finances you've got shopify going after conservatives who have uh trump stores um that sort of thing right so now of course i saw uh the pga wants to remove trump for, uh, trump's golf course from their um their national tournament, or maybe even international tournament, um, because they're afraid that it will make them look bad. Really? Like, this isn't going to make you look bad. Are you serious? So you're going to um, make it so that a sitting president, uh, you're going to remove his golf courses because you don't want to be affiliated with the violence. But yet, That's weird because I I bet if we looked in your financial background, we'll see plenty of donations, maybe to and from the Democrats. But, you know, what am I? What do I know? So, what we're seeing here is a total retaliation, total retaliation from the left, from the Democrats. They want not only to punish Trump for standing up to them and standing up to the swamp and um, you know, flipping the script on them, but they want to make an example out of him, okay? It's not enough to say, okay, you're out of here in however many days, but they have to make an example of him. And it's dangerous because they don't want to stop there either. There is, um, you know, allegedly, there was a post um, of allegedly a pilot saying that, uh um any Trump supporters, he was going to drop off in a different city. You know, he was going to fly the plane and then just drop them off in a different city. Okay. Um, they want to label the, the MAGA folks, which is us, right. Um, they want to label the MAGA folks as, um, terrorists, which, you know, you know what we do with terrorists, right? We round them up and we have a tendency to kill them. So, um, and rightly so, but, um, you know, so now we're domestic terrorists. It's okay for Black Lives Matter and Antifa to literally be domestic terrorists, but the mega people are the bigger threat, definitely the bigger threat. So you have to understand how communistic this is. Because that's what it is. We're just leaping right past socialism, going right down the tube of communism. And why should we be surprised? Because Joe Biden has ties and is in bed with China. Absolutely. And people, they keep saying, well, people should have been made aware of that before uh, voting. True. I agree. And you know what? Our very compromised Department of Justice should be held to account. However, people were not made aware. And for those of us who already knew this, um, I suppose one could argue that even if the uh, people who were planning to vote for Joe Biden um, were made aware, chances are they would still vote for Joe Biden. I mean, how many pictures and how many videos are there of him sniffing children and getting inappropriately handsy? You know, but people still voted for him. And I love the saying, saying, you know, not all Democrats are pedophiles, uh, but it isn't off the table as they vote for this president, right? So um, it's weird, right? Like, if you're going to vote for Joe Biden, then you're not really opposed to this. So it's weird how, um, you know, and watch me, I'm going to get censored for that, right? But it's the truth. It's the truth and like I said I'm here to fight back against their hypocrisy and their rhetoric. You know, we're going to just call it like it is and and use it their own playbook, you know. You want to call us names, then all right. No chill. I'm not I'm not giving up on this. You don't get to call us names and then and then try to pretend like, "Oh, you're so faux outraged," all right? This is full on communism. And there it's just a, right out of China. I mean, and we shouldn 't be surprised being that we know where his ties are so there's a that 's a lot to that 's a lot to digest that 's a lot to digest, and um you know, like I said, Dan Bongino has it absolutely right. political violence is not the way to go. we still have other avenues, and I know that we 're all going to roll our eyes when I say vote, right, but we still have to vote even though um as long as the, this is never addressed, um, it, may not, it may not be as effective. But you know what? We can become activists ourselves. You know, the left isn't out of the fight, guys. We've already talked about this in a previous podcast. The left doesn't lay down and just say, oh, okay, well, I guess they got beaten, right? No, they stayed with it. From like day two. So inauguration on the 20th and then, you know, January 21st, they were in full swing. Madonna's out there thinking about blowing up the White House. Her words, not mine. And so they don't give up. They are relentless. So why do we give up? Why? What are you afraid of? Are you afraid of losing? Because if you give up, you've already lost. Are you afraid of the hard road? I don't know what to tell you. No one promised you a rose garden, okay? You didn't come into this planet. You didn't come out here into this world to have everything, you know, cushy. Life is difficult. Man and woman up. It just is. And now you're in a fight. And now you have to hold the line. And now you have to determine for your children and your grandchildren whether or not they're going to be born into bondage or whether we save the republic. So, maybe we need to become activists. Why don't we have, and, and I'm not talking about political violence where we go and we destroy things because, you know, two wrongs don't make a right. But, you know, we start lobbying and we get loud. Why not? If you're thinking about, you know, starting a podcast, you know, Anchor FM, that's where I'm at. Start a podcast, super easy. I'm doing it on my phone. I don't even have any equipment, it's ridiculous. I was talking to somebody um, a while back. About this, and she was like, I thought you had a, a microphone and, and all this set up. And girl, no, I am literally holding my phone in my hand as I speak, and I have no tech. It's awful, but um, not, not the podcast, not, not the recording. It's not awful. Just my lack of tech is awful. All right. Um, but no, if you're thinking about getting your voice out there, get your voice out there, get it out there, stand for something. Because we have the chance to lose everything if we don't. We still have avenues. Like Dan Bongino said, these are his ideas. Like Start a podcast. Start to lobby. Start to, you know, find a, um, you know, let's start looking for candidates that don't suck. Adam Kinzinger looking at you. Traitor. You know what, though? In all honesty, he was a traitor from the beginning. He was uh, a tea party guy and then lied his way in and then, of course, you know, instantly became a rhino because he's a bag. You know what? I'd say it to your face, too, you little punk. You can't say that because he's a veteran. Yeah, so is Tammy Duckworth, and she's the worst. I'll have to talk to you guys about the email I sent her one time about gun laws and gun restrictions. She's out of Chicago, um, and she tried to pull the veteran card on me, and, like, you know, I know how to use a, a weapon. And uh, so then I said, I am also a... Uh, a veteran and um, I too know how to use an AR-15 and, you know, go on and on and on about that. And then I gave her some statistics and she never responded back because they don't like facts or logic or data. So get serious. All right. There are avenues. There are things we can do. Think about running for public office, like Dan Bongino said. And I keep quoting him because his um, podcast uh, was really, really good. Listen to him. He was a New York city cop. He was also a secret service agent. He is incredibly smart. You've got to listen to him. He doesn't know me. Like I he's, I'm not getting anything from this. Like he, he doesn't know me at all. Um, but you have to listen to him. You, you just have to have to, um, But there are still ways that we can go after these people. We can still go after them, okay? No more cancel culture. Uh, Why? Why are we allowing it to be canceled? This is stupid. You know, oh, you know, what is it, Paw Patrol, and now they don't want to show the cop dog? What? It's a freaking cartoon, you know? So I guess screw all the little kids who want to grow up and be cops, though, right? It's just... Damn it, it's dumb. And that's what I mean. Like, they have no principles. They will eat themselves alive. And we have to continue to fight. You don't get to lay down and put your head in the sand simply because life got hard. It might get a whole lot harder, okay? We don't know what's going to happen in the next couple of days. There's a lot of stuff rolling out where, oh, Trump is going to do this. Oh, he's going to address the nation. Um, You know, whatever, whatever. I don't know. They've taken him down off of basically every platform. I saw something that said that uh, the FCC said you cannot remove the emergency broadcast system. So if the the president were to announce something across that, you can't remove it because there are people who are impaired who definitely need that system. Um, But yet... Uh, Apple and Android are working diligently to remove the emergency broadcast system. So don't update your phones. Um, As a matter of fact, it's weird because I just saw something come across... uh, the interwebs here, and it says, you know, President Trump has declared um, an emergency in Washington, D.C. Word on the street is he signed the Insurrection Act. I don't know that that's true, so I'm not going to say with all certainty it is true, okay, but there is some twittering about uh, him having signed that, so who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe it is true, and He's about to fire back. I don't know. And it's also possible that none of it is true. Because remember, guys, there's a lot of disinformation, which is just they're putting out information for you to be disillusioned, for you to um, believe, but it's all fake news. Okay. Remember, the media is not our friend and they won't be our friend. Okay. It's not going to happen. So you have to be careful. And that's why I've taken a couple of days to sit back and kind of digest what's going on in the Capitol. Because if we just run in and we start willy-nilly, you know, spouting things off and, and running with whatever story and headline that we're seeing, um, we become victim as well, okay? We have to kind of sit back, give it 24 hours, and, and wait to see if there's any truth in it. All right. I haven't seen anything um, firm to say that the Insurrection Act was signed. Um, Who knows? Who knows? Okay. Um, That would give the president, for those of you that don't know, that would give the president uh, the authority to put down a rebellion or insurrection um, in the case of an emergency. So, and, and for you liberals who think that, oh, this is this is unprecedented. Isn't that a word? Like, they just love the word unprecedented. Even though they use it wrong. I always feel like that one movie where he's like, uh, what is it, a Princess Bride? And he goes, I don't think that means what you think it means, right? My name is Anijo Montoya. Okay, so... <laughs> I lost my train of thought right then. But I'm thinking about Princess Bride now. That's ridiculous. So... <laughs> Guys, you're going to have to be patient, and it is hard, all right? It is so hard because everything seems to be spiraling very, very quickly out of control. But even if President Trump cannot pull this off, if nothing gets declassified, um, what does it change? We still have to remain in the fight. No one should go quietly into the dark night of socialism, which is just a baby step towards communism. No one should go quietly into that dark night. And if you were thinking about it because it's hard and it's scary, trust me, I understand. I completely understand. I am not being hypocritical here. I've got a son. Uh, I've got a cardiac baby. It It will be horrific to sit here and have to make decisions okay it is very difficult for me to even wrap my head around the thought that if things get very uh far down the road um and we go to that um free health care everybody wants uh you know the VA is free health care look at how well that turned out um that you know in socialism and communism they don't Look kindly upon undesirables, children with birth defects, whether seen or unseen, Um, people who have mental uh, retardation. Um, Yeah, I know. And that's a taboo word, isn't it? But that's what it is. It means something isn't right. I don't mean it in a derogatory manner. I'm using it as the literal word. There is something that is wrong. Um, Mentally, they are not fully equipped, okay? Communism does not value those lives. It doesn't matter if they're born or not born, but we do. We do, okay? If you sit back and go quietly, they will kill you too at the end of the day, maybe, maybe 50 years from now. Who knows? They will not relent simply because you gave up and you were being passive, they don't care. Look at history. Look, we have to fight back. And I am not talking about violence. Okay, violence should always be the last resort. Always. Always. If you start with violence, you have nowhere to go but to escalate. Speaking of violence, and I know I'm running long, but it's important. um, So bear with me. Speaking of violence, I can't help but notice that um, no sooner did the media declare Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, I even hate to say that because I just think like heels up Harris. She is not a role model for our daughters, ladies. She is not a role model. Why? Because no one who is a role model for my daughter is going to sleep her way into positions of anything. If she can't get there on her own merit, She's not good enough to be there. If you had to sleep with somebody to get your job or to move up, you're pathetic. So no, she is no role model whatsoever. And that's just one aspect of her I don't like, okay? Just one aspect. Um, you know, no sooner did the media declare these two clowns um, the unofficial winners then uh, all of a sudden, look who stepped up to the plate. Once again, China has decided to, uh, the Chinese, uh, I guess they call him president, but it's kind of funny because it doesn't really matter, right? You're communist, so who cares? It's not like you're voting. Um, It's kind of like here, right? Your vote doesn't really matter. Um, (laughs) Just kidding. Over there, I'm not. It's not, but hopefully here we still have time. Uh, their president has told uh, their the army to um, prepare for war, but he's not the only one. Now North Korea is getting froggy, and so is Iran getting froggy. That's how little they respect a Biden Harris presidency, right? Trump was like Big Daddy on campus; like he told them flat out, "Don't even think about it," and they were like, "Okay." We're not going to do it, and now all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, look, we've got another shot to terrorize Americans." Yeah, you see the difference? Do you see the difference here? <laughs> oh, liberals, look what you've done! You're idiots. But anyway, okay. So, what can I say? All right, um, we are not going to go down quietly. All right, we have to exact. We have to exercise our voice. We have to exhaust all our avenues, okay? You have work to do. You have work to do. I have work to do. I'm doing the podcast, but there's still probably more that can be done, okay? So we need to decide what we're going to do to stay in this fight, all right? Because laying down and taking the punishment is not an option, and I love when Dan Bongino said, you know, they are coming up with, with alternative software, right? You've got Parler, you've got Rumble, get on both of those. Um, where are my IT people at? Where are my software people at? Why don't you come up with an alternative to, uh, to you know, Facebook? Good Lord, you could be a billionaire. I wish I had the sense to do it. I, I don't even know how to to hardly work the phone, much less build software, but... You know, I, that'd be amazing. Like, I would love to get in on that. But, you know, create something that, you know, is conservative and conservative minded where we don't censor people for their beliefs and, and you know, exercising their freedom of speech, regardless of whether or not we agree with it. Okay. There's a big difference. Just because I don't like what you're saying, just because I don't agree with what you're saying, just because I abhor what's coming out of your mouth does not mean I think your right to say it should be taken away, all right? But the left doesn't feel like that. They don't agree with that, and they want to shut all of us down. Well, let's not make it easy for them, okay? We know darn well that the Democrats are horrible, in, in political offices, right? They're the worst. We know this. We expect this. But the Republicans have proved to be spineless cowards, except for a handful, a very small percentage, very small percentage. Most of them are spineless little weasels, and we should fight back and get rid of all of them. Maybe a third party is the way to go. Okay. I love the idea of a Patriot party. It looks like, um, that's taking off, um, on Instagram, but I don't know. It's not, I don't think I coined it, but maybe I did. Uh, so, you know, we still have work to do. We're not going into this quietly. Okay. It might not be the America that, um, we saw in the eighties <laughs> as kids and we were just kind of riding our bikes and it was, you know, amazing. Um, It might not be that for a long time, but if we fight hard, we can get back there, all right? We can do this. Okay, folks, this went long, but I think it needed to. It needs to be heard because I know a lot of you are so mad, and I'm mad too, but we need to use our brains, We cannot just focus and run on straight, raw emotion because if all you do is feel and run on emotion, then you can't think. You have to be able to think, and we have to be discerning, and we have to know when it's possible that we are not being fed accurate information. We don't want to be reactive like that, okay? Then they're just controlling us. We don't want that, okay? And I know a lot of you are feeling really lonely and alone and really, really disheartened and down, okay? But just remember, the easiest day was yesterday, all right? It straight up was the easiest day. Now we have another day. We have to fight. Tomorrow's going to be harder than today, okay? But we stay in the fight because if it's not going to be us, who is it going to be, all right? Okay, that's it. I'm not saying anything more tonight. God bless. Um, We will catch you tomorrow, and uh, who knows? (laughs) Who knows? We're going to go to bed and who knows what's going to happen when we shut our eyes. All right. All right. Stay salty, my friends, um, and stay in the fight. We've got this. Keep fighting. God bless.